Welcome to Life Point Plus, a program dealing with marriages and family. We are so glad you're listening. Here's your host, pastor and teacher, Gary Moore. Welcome to Life Point Plus. I'm your host, Gary Moore. Last week, we continued to look at Dr. Harley's policy of radical honesty, specifically about emotional honesty. Dr. Harley had some remarks for wives. Do you do anything to discourage your husband in this area? More specifically, do your values encourage or discourage your husband to be open and honest with you? Do your actions encourage or discourage your husband from revealing the truth, even when it's unpleasant? To see how you rate, answer these questions. Number one, if the truth is terribly upsetting to you, do you want your spouse to be honest and open only at a time when you are emotionally prepared? Number two, do you keep some aspects of your life secret? And do you encourage your spouse to respect your privacy in those areas? Number three, do you like to create a certain mystery between you and your spouse? Number four, are there subjects or situations about which you want to avoid radical honesty? Number five, do you ever make selfish demands when your spouse is open and honest with you? Number six, Do you ever make disrespectful judgments when your spouse is open and honest with you? Number seven, do you ever have angry outbursts when your spouse is open and honest with you? Number eight, do you dwell on mistakes when your spouse is open and honest with you? Well, if you answer yes to any of the first four questions, you tend to compromise on the value of honesty and openness. Apparently, you feel your marriage is better off with less information in certain situations. That little crack is all some husbands need to keep their distance emotionally. You see, there are always reasons to be less than radically honest. And as soon as you allow one to sneak in, it will invite all of its friends, too. If you answered yes to questions 5, 6, 7, or 8, you are punishing honesty and openness. The way to help your spouse learn to be transparent is to minimize the negative consequences of his truthful revelations. If your spouse is faced with a fight whenever truth is revealed, he'll keep his thoughts to himself. But what if there are no demands, no judgments, no anger, no dwelling on mistakes? If you can eliminate these enemies of intimate conversation, you'll make it much easier for your spouse to be honest and open with you. Well, what happens when a marriage so lacks honesty and openness that it leads to the ultimate dishonesty of an affair? Can coming clean with your spouse help, or will it spell sure death for the relationship? Well, Dr. Harley says that when a couple deals with trying to survive an affair— He trains them to become thoroughly candid with each other. They must conceal nothing of what they think or feel. Only through total openness can an honest relationship emerge. If they compromise at any point, it will only undermine the rebuilding process. Remember, trust has been violated 
and trust must be rebuilt. You cannot turn on trust like a light switch. It takes numerous experiences of honesty and openness for a spouse to be able to prove himself or herself trustworthy. To help rebuild this trust, Dr. Harley recommends strongly that the husband provide his wife with his daily schedule, which she can easily check for accuracy. If the schedule changes through the day, he should try his best to notify her immediately. She should be able to call some of the places he has listed on his schedule to verify his presence. Usually, the couple can handle this process of verification in a way that avoids any embarrassment to either the husband or the wife. Dr. Harley continues, The husband often resists having to provide his wife with this kind of information. He may complain about legalism, childish rule-keeping, and may even say, All this checking will only prove she doesn't trust me after all. And that's the point. She doesn't. In response, he simply comments that a well-organized person plans his schedule. Why should he be reluctant to share it with his wife? A wife should feel free to call her husband any time during the day, even in relationships that exhibit no problem with trust. It may even take a few years before trust is restored. Gradually, however, through repeated verification, spouses will once again learn to trust each other. The typical woman needs the ability to communicate with her husband any time of the day or night to sustain this feeling of openness and honesty. Most women will not abuse this privilege by calling their husband out of important meetings or otherwise interrupting him at work. However, the wife must know that she can call if she wants to and that when she calls, her trust in her husband is confirmed. While honesty and openness are essential in building trust, our behavior must also be trustworthy. Everything you decide to do must protect the feelings and interests of your spouse if you are to be trusted. If you tell your spouse everything you do each day, yet do what you please with no regard for the effect it has on him or her, how do you expect your spouse to trust you? It's only when you are honest and open and also are making every decision with your spouse's interests in mind that you build a strong foundation of trust. A woman needs to trust her husband, and her husband's openness and honesty with her goes a long way to enable her to do that. Whatever advantage a man may gain in being secretive, closed, or even dishonest, he gains at the expense of his wife's security and marital fulfillment. She must come to find him predictable. A blending of her mind with his should exist so that she can read his mind. When a husband becomes that transparent, she is fulfilled, and the two have become one. Well, now let's turn our attention to the next emotional need of the man that Dr. Harley lists. But before I do, I want to warn you, ladies, it's my assumption that you're going to find this one shallow and maybe even offensive. Dr. Harley says that one of the husband's emotional needs is that of physical attractiveness. He needs a good-looking wife. Now, before you change the dial, stay with me to the end as we sort through what Dr. Harley is saying. 
Part of the problem of even approaching this topic is that women are constantly being given a false standard for physical attractiveness. There are only a few women who qualify to be models for the most popular women's magazines. Yet, if truth be told, even these magazine women are not their real selves. They are airbrushed. It's a generally accepted maxim that men are visual creatures, usually much more so than women. And according to Dr. Harley, a marriage commitment means meeting the basic needs of your spouse. Many men think that the emotional needs of women, such as affection and intimate conversation, are trivial needs. Many women think that the emotional needs of men are trivial. But emotional needs are not trivial to those who have them. Well, why all the fuss about looking good? Remember that basically, we marry those who meet our basic needs. And when one of our emotional needs is met, we feel fulfilled. When it's not met, we feel frustrated. Dr. Harley says that it may sound immature or superficial to some, but he's found that most men have a need for physical attractiveness. He goes on to say, Women want their husbands to look decent, and they might admit that attractive men get their attention, but I've found that most women do not rank physical attraction among their five top emotional needs. They are far more likely to fall in love with men who meet other basic emotional needs, such as affection, intimate conversation, honesty and openness, financial support, and family commitment. The truth is that we all change physically over time. Gravity affects us all, some more than others. Many people become more sedentary, either by choice or because of their jobs and time demands. I think that whether or not they believe it, many people approach courtship and marriage as a type of game or mystery to be solved. When they get married, knowingly or unknowingly, they have the feeling that they have won or have solved the mystery. Thus, they feel they don't need to continue to do the things they did to win the game or to solve the mystery. And one of the areas that falls prey to this is physical attractiveness, both by men and women. However, since physical attractiveness is one of his emotional needs and not hers, the emphasis falls on the wife. When his wife meets this emotional need, he feels fulfilled. When it's not met, he feels frustrated. Perhaps that's why physically attractive women can be just fine with a man who isn't as physically attractive but meets her emotional needs. But just because physical attractiveness in her mate is not one of her emotional needs doesn't give her husband a license to just let himself go. We need to be sensitive to the fact that our bodies are constantly undergoing physical change. We need to constantly be balancing our calorie intake with the proper amount of exercise and good nutritional practices. And one of the ways to do this is to think of food as fuel that you're putting into your body. If your body were a car engine that required premium gasoline, would you put low-octane fuel in it? Not if you wanted it to perform at its peak, especially over an extended period of time. And our bodies are no different. 
Think of what you put in it as fuel. Are you using premium or low-octane foods? Well, our time is gone for today. Again, I want to encourage you to go to my website, mutualunderstanding.net. And on the homepage, you'll find the MUM 3-Step Connection Plan. Watch the video that takes you through the plan and how to use it in your marriage and relationship and listen to the MUM Moments audio. Consistently following this plan will energize your marriage. Have a great weekend. God bless. Thank you for listening today. This program is brought to you by Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like to reach Pastor Gary, please email him at pastorgary at cloverdalechurch.org. To know more about the church, go to our website at www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thanks for listening and be blessed.